Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What is good, everybody? Welcome to Stats and Cone here on the Gold Standard Podcast Network and Grant Cone's YouTube channel. And yes, if you noticed, we started 30 seconds early. Why? Because of this comment from official BNA Music who said, got a bet US prop that they start late. Well, guess what, dude? Pay up. Send the money to the Gold Standard Network. Send it to Grant Cone because we started early. In your face, Brooks. In your face. We were going to start late, but then you said that, so then we had to do it just for you. Game the system. I think we aren't petty enough to do stuff like that, you're wrong. We are. We uh, learned from Kyle Shanahan, the petty master. Oh, man. Are we going to get into it today? Because things are happening. The 49ers, for everyone that complains about how much we talk about quarterbacks, they keep feeding the story. A story is like a fire. It needs oxygen to survive, and they keep going... Blowing on the fire to get keep it going. I can't wait for Kyle Shanahan to come out one of these days and be like, you guys are totally unappreciative, man. You guys are constantly nitpicking me when really I'm doing this for you. How much money have I made you, Grant? If he said that to me, I'd be like, you know what, Kyle? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> they keep doing it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about just in general what they're doing at the quarterback position. But I want to start with Brock Purdy because he's the starter. And sure. you said something about Brock Purdy that kind of touches on a theme that I've mentioned all throughout the offseason, but I think it's going to become evident. And that is Brock Purdy having less success, let's say, throwing to his right. And it's pretty clear if you look at the passing chart that that is 
his tendency is to go left. Is that fair without, you know, trying to over-exaggerate things? Well, to be fair to him, he's only played seven, eight games. So it's a small sample size, and maybe he's got this whole other part of his game that he's hiding, that he's not showing in regular season, preseason, or training camp. But so far, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's pretty stark. Like, he can't even throw short to the right. You know what I mean? Like, if it's behind the line of scrimmage to the right, cool. But, like, over the middle, meh. And then to the right, if it's more than 10 yards downfield, it's like, don't do it ever. And I think Kyle's play calling reflects that. And his, uh, I mean, the stats bear it out. Like, if you're a defensive coordinator, you have to take this into account. You have to force Brock Purdy to beat you on the right side of the field. And if he does, then you say, all right, man, you're really good. I'll tip tip my cap to you. But so far, he hasn't done that. I want to say, like, I'm not going to freak out about this. And I'm not saying that you are either. Every quarterback has tendencies. Every single one. And the yes, longer right. you start and play, the more yeah. the defenses become aware of it, and they That's force right. you to overcome those. They force you to prove, okay, you can throw to the right. You can throw deeper down the field. Right. Whatever it is. With Patrick Mahomes, it was throwing shorter and, and right. getting the ball down the field that way. That's everybody. But this is definitely going to be one thing that Brock has to prove that he can do this year. Yeah, this is, this is pro sports. Like a guy, uh, you know, bursts on the scene, has success, People are like, why is he having this success? He shouldn't be having this success. Let's really investigate it. And you start to see potential weak points. What if we force him to do this? What if we take this away? And then if he's the truth, if he's the real deal, he will adjust his game uh, to the scouting report and the scouting report will have to change. And that's what great athletes do in all sports. That's why I think it's crazy to call any athlete the real deal after half a season, man, like, The book isn't even out on this guy yet. He'll prove he's the real deal if he can beat the book, which Jimmy never had. Like once people figured out, okay, Jimmy doesn't throw deep. Jimmy doesn't move. Jimmy throws over the middle over and over again. Then he became a pretty like mediocre quarterback at that point. His best, his best time was his, was when he burst on the scene and no one really knew what he was going to do. Is that Brock? We'll freaking see. We'll see. That's a great point. Jimmy Garoppolo never overcame the book on him. He never did. And that was part of the reason we were all so frustrated with him. And I'm not saying that Brock can't. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is one of the things he's going to, we're going to learn this about him. And that will help us figure out. Throw right sometimes, man. Like that's going to have to be part of your game. Yeah. But it's like, like, we understand like rolling left is such a huge part of this offense because the stretch outside zone mostly goes to the right. So you, I mean, if you have Christian McCaffrey going to the right, he's going to draw all the eyes and you have Brock Purdy quickly booting to the left. That's great. That's money. And you can do that a lot, but still, man, in that fourth quarter, if you're down on third down, like at certain point, you got to drop back and throw. And um, if he's only going to throw left, like there's a lot of things defensive coordinators can do to take that away. When I first heard that, when I first saw you point that out, I was like, that can't be true. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, let me see the deep throw to McCaffrey for a touchdown. That was to the left. Deep throw to Brandon Ayuk for a touchdown. That was to the left. The throw to Debo against the Seahawks in the playoffs. That was to the left. Throw to Kittle in Seattle. The long touchdown, one of them. That was to the left. I'm like, holy crap. The interception to Kittle in Vegas. That was to the right. Yeah, that's true too. I don't know. I don't know the reason for it, but when I first said that, I was like, oh my God. I can't think of of a play he had to the right. Now he had a great incompletion to Ayuk famous incompletion where he ran on the backfield no for like five, you know, 10 seconds and then threw it. Yep. That should have been caught. That was a perfect ball. 
But yep. that's the first play to the right that jumps out to me. His tendency, and people know it, and he's going to have to address it because you can't just throw left your whole career. He's like Zoolander. You have right. to be an ambi thrower in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> but look, I mean, he's gotten this far just throwing left. That's great. Maybe he has this in his bag and he's just lulling. Maybe it's like the rope-a-dope. You know what I mean? I, look, it's not like an insurmountable thing. I'm sure Kyle Shanahan can dial up plays to the right side of the field. But yeah. these are all things that we're going to learn about Brock. We still don't really know that much about him. Again, it's just been eight games. We don't know how he does there. We don't know how he's going to do if he's behind in the fourth quarter. He didn't have much of that last year because the Niners were blowing the doors off of people. But in the small sample, he was not great behind in the fourth quarter. That's something we'll learn. I mean, it, it's fair to wonder what his ceiling is. A lot of Niner fans get upset if you even go there. But I, we don't know just how limited he is yet. Like, we know that he can throw on the run. He can scramble around. He can create plays. We know that he had a weak arm before the surgery. We know that his passing chart is really lopsided. Like, how limited is this guy? And once defenses get a feel for his limitations, what's it going to look like then? Because in training camp, it seems to me, he's going against a defense that knows him, knows his limitations, knows his tendencies. And what's happening? A lot of interceptions. A lot of PBUs. So... Last year, he was going against defenses that never seen him, never game plan for him, didn't know his first, last name. Now, every every week that he that the, a team plays the Niners, the first thing their coach is going to say to that team in the meeting is, we are not going to let this little guy beat us. First thing. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, privately, we're not going to let this little guy beat us, okay? We know what he likes to do. These are his tendencies. We are not going to let him do this. We are not going to let him do that. I'll be damned if we lose the game letting Brock Purdy roll left. No. So that, that's going to happen. And maybe the Niners are good enough and he's good enough to overcome all of that. But if not, they have this other quarterback on the bench that they drafted in the first round this year and last year and the year before that who's been making strides that they didn't really anticipate. And maybe one day they'll give yeah. him a look in a real game. We'll see. Uh, let's get to this super chat from Khalil. How much do you want to bet Kyle's going to script nothing but throws to the right for Brock on Friday? Could be. And like, he should. Hmm. Like, if the defense just because he's listening to the noise just to like address it, maybe. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, because remember when I said that it was unfair that they gave Trey all those throws to start the game? What did they do to Brock last week? Hell of throws. <laughs> Hell of throws. Well, I don't know if In you face. I don't know if you know this, Grandpa. Kyle Shanahan is not a fan of me. Last thing you want to do is start worrying about stats. But you know, oh. deal with it. It's fine. Or maybe he looks at you like the real deal, like Brock Purdy. Like, I don't worry about stats. <laughs> yeah. Somehow you know I don't he's gonna be fine. Yeah. Uh, next one from Jeffrey Ray. Could you all put up the same stats for Sam Darnold and Trey Lance? That's a good, that's a fair point. Although I will say Trey Lance has started four games. His sample is even smaller than Brock Purdy's sample, but I'll see if I can find the Trey Lance passing chart. But I, I think, think people of- just marvel at the, at the Brock Purdy one because no one's ever seen anything where it's like green on one side and red on the other. I, I've never seen anything like that from a starting quarterback. That to me screams <laughs> maybe a, Maybe a backup who's on a great team with some serious tendencies. I I don't know, man. We'll see. We shall see. It could also be Kyle Shanahan being like, look, I'm down to my third quarterback. It's the season. You know, we're trying to save the season here. I know he can throw to his left. So I'm just going to make everything go left to make it easy for him. And, you know, we'll figure it out next year. Like that, that could be it too. Again, we're not. It is that. But in camp, Kyle's challenging him to make these throws to the right. And so far, not so good, but it's early. 
and he's ahead of schedule and everything that Brock does is a miracle and we love him. What a wonderful guy. So I don't see the yearly grid for Trey Lance on the next gen site. I can't throw he's that thrown enough passes yeah, to I, have a chart. I don't think it exists. Maybe it is. So, I doubt it. Sorry. But yeah. And you should challenge yourself like that. Like um, Steve Young mentioned it with Trey Lance. He gave Trey credit for working on things this offseason that he's not good at. You have to do that as a quarterback. You have to look at what your weaknesses are and work on those. Don't just try to strengthen your strengths, so to speak. I think if there's an interesting dichotomy between Lance and Purdy. Purdy started quick. Purdy was NFL ready. Purdy, when he got his opportunity, he won. Uh, and the question for him is, is that the best he's going to show, like Jimmy Garoppolo? Or is he, is he going to come back down to earth as people sort of figure him out? Whereas Trey is the slow starter, right? He didn't have a bunch of experience. He's a project. Um, his first, he, he lost his first start. And all of a sudden, he's making, he's making strides in year three. And you wonder, like, can he eventually pass Brock Purdy and become this special quarterback that Brock Purdy can't reach? And it's like the Niners are so impatient at quarterback. They're always focused on who's the best right now. Who gives us the best chance of win right now? And like, they may not be, I mean, they're always looking for the Brock Purdy. When really at quarterback, I think you're supposed to be a little more patient and be trying to think about who, who could get you to the, you know, who could be Hall of Famer. And I think it's fair to wonder, I'm not saying that Trey Lance could be a Hall of Famer, but you'd think most teams would be looking at this like, hey man, maybe this, maybe we've been, maybe we should check out more of this guy. When the Niners are like, no, 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 no. It's all about what you did this week. It's all about what you did the last eight throws, not what you might be able to do next year. It's very interesting. It's it's all because they just, their timelines never matched up. They took the most inexperienced quarterback and put him with a team that was ready to win immediately. And that was, if you weren't well, going to just. Most, sorry, I, I didn't no, catch you off. Most teams get the quarterback first. The Niners could have had yeah. Patrick Mahomes, but they were like, we don't have the team. Well, they didn't want Mahomes. But they they always felt, build the team, then add the quarterback last. Sounds good, right? Because if you get the quarterback first and you use no one around him, like that's the Alex Smith thing. He could get hurt. He could get whatever. But if you do this, then you create this, this false narrative that you're in a Super Bowl window and you have to have a certain type of quarterback. Okay, so now you're like sort of pigeonholing yourself into veterans, game managers, guys who you know what i mean like you don't have the patience to get to go through the process of really developing a quarterback so you had the most ridiculous process ever with trey lance <laughs> well you know and, what i mean like you don't yeah yeah and look at the yeah. bigger picture right super bowl window super bowl window super bowl window that's all we hear over and over again for why this team cannot play trey lance but zoom mm -hmm. out a little bit mm -hmm. and you're gonna say this team is competing for a super bowl and your three quarterbacks are the last pick in the draft coming off major arm surgery that one and he's writer described as career saving. Your other quarterback, who may be QB2, is a bust who washed out with two teams that's careers on life support. And your third option is your 23-year-old guy that you thought was going to be your franchise guy you took in 2021, but you've given him four starts in two years. Those are your quarterback options when your team is in a Super Bowl window. I don't think that's necessarily the best process. Not to say it can't work, not to say it won't work, but just in terms of the process itself, that's a little sketchy. Yeah, I mean, maybe if the Niners had played Trey Lance in 2021 and gotten through all this, he'd be ready now. But even then, I'm looking here. I got a quiz for, for you. How Ooh. many 23-year-old quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl? How many? I'm going to say zero. One. Uno. 
Ben Roethlisberger, he did it. Tom Brady was 24. Patrick Mahomes was 24. It's not done much. So if, I mean, Purdy or Lancer could do it because the team's really good, but most likely they're not going to do it, which is maybe why Brock uh, Sam Darnold's here because he's 26, but he's also a backup quarterback. And I'm looking at this list like there's not many 26-year-olds who've won Super Bowls either. So I don't know. I don't know. Chris Waddle or Waddell, I'm not sure, but thank you for the super chat. There was an old Dallas backup quarterback that could only throw to one side. Was it Wenke? Everyone knew, and he was terrible. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. My Dallas backup quarterback encyclopedia is not exactly up to date, but I wouldn't deny it. Justin Cole says Grant popular on the herd this morning. Were you mentioned on the herd? This guy, this guy. What do he say? What do he say? I don't know. What do he say? I think it's hilarious. Colin Cowherd is talking about Trey Lance and then follows it up with, I didn't watch him play. That seems to be kind of a prerequisite if you're going to address something in your program. Is he mad that I ratioed him on Twitter about that? That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard, man. I didn't watch him, but I got a really strong take on him. Like, (laughs) dude, you could YouTube his highlights from that game and watch him in two and a half minutes, man. Come on. Official levels of laziness. Sorry. CX quarterback Rick Meyer had a solid rookie season, even outplayed Bledsoe, who's taken before him, but struggled throwing left and gotten figured out. That's what happens to a lot of quarterbacks is you come on the scene, you perform well, and then once they adjust, you have to be able to make that secondary adjustment. And again, we're not saying Brock can't. At least I'm not saying Brock can't. All I'm saying is we don't know yet because he's only played eight games. That's all. I, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I don't know if the stats bear it out, but I remember watching Kaepernick. He was much better throwing to his right than his left. And I think his interceptions in the NFC Championship game in Seattle were to his left. Um, he just didn't see – he would throw those passes blind. You really got to turn your hips, and Brock does it well. Jimmy does it well. It's just weird that Brock doesn't throw right well. I don't know. It's like he's a smaller guy, and I don't think he has a, na- a lot of natural arm strength. So for him to get velocity and zip, it's like the whole body. And I think you just naturally get more torque and lower body rotation when you throw to the left than when you throw to the right, obviously. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches T Marinos five says is Jordan love, not the case study of what patients can create a potential starting quarterback. The consensus was love was a bust his first two years too. Well, hold on. Though. Well, we'll see what he does. We'll see what he does, but green Bay has done this before, right? They did this with Aaron Rodgers. They've they're trying to do it again with Jordan love. They're very patient organization and they have very good track record with the quarterback position. I'm open-minded. Simply sitting and waiting though, doesn't automatically guarantee you're going to be great. No, 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 no. You actually have to coach the guy. 
Right. Well, and Jimmy Garoppolo would have been awesome because he sat behind the greatest right. quarterback of all time for multiple There's years. There's something they're doing in Green Bay behind the scenes that seems to be working. I have no idea what it, what it is, but it seems like people should be looking at that. Maybe, but let's also know. see Jordan Love play in the regular season and perform before we announce, you know, anoint their process as like the model for what teams need to do. But it's something to monitor. If he does do well, it's something to monitor because and so I'm many teams can't do this. Yes. And the other like thing the I'm Niners. monitoring is the Colts with Anthony Richardson, right? True. He's their starter. They, they have said it. He's their starting quarterback. How's that going to go? Maybe Rocky for the first season, but how does it go year two, year three? We'll have to right. see. Julian Cortez, Super Bowl window, yet Kyle puts all his faith in Colton McWhiffs, but zero faith and in Jake Moody. Three, three and Isaiah Oliver. Well, the Isaiah Oliver thing, that's looking bad. Yeah. And that's interesting that Kyle Shanahan said he's not a guaranteed starter. And Steve Wilkes this week was like, oh, we're totally happy with where he is, but we're going to rotate guys. If you have to rotate guys, you don't have a guy. Like, that yeah. is the signal. And he was like, man, it's cool, though, because like, if I need to shut down, if I need someone to, to cover a tight end, I got Isaiah Oliver. I'm like, man, you had Jimmy Ward and you let him go so you could bring in Isaiah Oliver and then bench him. Nice, dude. You didn't know about Jimmy Ward. I, I used to think Jimmy Ward wasn't that good. But then I learned and realized that he's actually very good at a lot of things. And it seems like Isaiah Oliver's good at um, no things now on this defense. So that's a problem. Jimmy Ward was important. Jimmy Ward could tackle leader, too. Tone setter. He could take a cover a tight end. Okay. So <laughs> you just mentioned tone setting. Let's get into that. Oh, hang on. We got a couple more super chat. Man, Grant, the power of your audience. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Kevin Dennis, thank you very much for the donation. Appreciate that. Alex T. People who criticize Trey Lance for being a slow starter forget Jimmy G usually started fast and then disappeared the second half, sometimes after the first drive. I don't want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo anymore because that's the magic of divorce. Like, I don't have to care about Jimmy Garoppolo. But the starting slow and fast thing. Remember the Chip Kelly year? That team started fast. Fast. Kaepernick, they started fast. They had this different tempo. Teams were, couldn't really prepare for it uh, the week of. But once they felt it for a quarter or two, they're like, okay, this team sucks. We got it. Yep. Maybe they it was always- Kaepernick's fault. It was, maybe it was a Chip Kelly thing. It was both, I think. You yeah. know, and they always started fast yeah. and then they didn't. Uh, next one, Elon says, Brock Purdy moving TW left, his right mic on the floor. What? Uh, Brock Purdy move towards Trent Williams left, his right, oh. uh, Mike McGlinchey. Mike on well, well, McGlinchey on the right side. Yeah, that may, uh, <laughs> that maybe he wasn't as comfortable going right because he knew McGlinchey was there. I don't know. Chris Waddell is back off topic. I came into the season with a ton of confidence and reading, listening to Grant has me scared about big parlays. I plan on winning. Ha. Don't let Grant scare your confidence, okay? Don't let Grant scare. If you can't be hopeful Don't. now, Don't. you what's the point of doing this? Like, yeah. be hopeful now. That's okay. But I just, yeah. you know, it's it's worth saying, hey, these are question marks that we don't know the answer to going into the season. Yeah, I mean, it's still a great team. I just, the expectations that they're going to win a Super Bowl eventually um, just because they keep trying. And I, I feel like there's something a little off with their formula just a tiny little bit off. And they disagree, so we'll see. Jake Jeffrey Moody's going to test it, though, baby. Jake Moody. Okay. I love it. They didn't try to score the touchdown, and they put Moody out there. I thought that was the right thing to do, right? Let's uh, yep. put him under a little stress. And, and he, he almost made, missed it. I have to say, if you look at the uh, view underneath the goalpost, it wasn't okay. as close as it looked on TV. It was still a little okay. close. but Okay. Jeffrey yeah. Ray says, what, you're poo-pooing? Don't poo-poo. 
No, 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 no. I hear you. I hear you. I, I didn't see that angle. I'm not. I would oh. never poo poo. Have you had a poo poo platter though? It's so good. No. What do you is know poo platter? Okay, so if you go to Trader uh, Vicks, they used to be all over the country, but there's one in Emeryville in Oakland, which is like the original. It's like a, it's like a um, South Pacific type of tiki bar restaurant, and they'll have like you know, like uh, spare ribs and like crab rangoon. Have you had crab rangoon? It's so, it's like a deep fried little puff pastry with crab inside and they have little dipping sauces. You need, they call it like a, the Cosmo tidbits, but it's a poo-poo platter. P-U-P-U, so good. Get the poo-poo. I can't stress this enough. Get the poo-poo. Can't stress it enough. I'm so glad so we're choice. And a Mai Tai. There you go. You get everything on this show. Yep. Free Ray says, I love what Nick Wright had to say about Lance. I think he was talking about Grant in his show yesterday. Given up so early in his career, it's BS. Yeah, we've we've covered that ground. It is crazy. He's going to get his opportunity, though, if it's here, if it's not here. I, I guarantee another team's going to sign him if he is available. That's why the Niners won't make him available. I want to get to uh, something quickly, and then we'll get to more Super Chats. Because you mentioned this on Twitter, and I, you drive me nuts on Twitter, so I want to call you out on this. You said okay. that the defense sets the tone for the team and that the offense isn't that physical. And I think you're wrong. I think the offense is arguably the most physical in the league. Mm, it can be physical. Like, Debo is very physical. Kittle has his moments, although there's games where, like, he has four catches for 22 yards. Um, Jennings is physical. Mitchell's physical for a 200-pound running back um, yes. who gets hurt all the time. McCaffrey's not physical. Uh, oh, Ayuk yes, is, he I, is. I mean, like he's physical for his first scat pack, but he's no one's like, man, I McCaffrey's gonna run us over this week. Like, he's not Derrick Henry. He's not Nick Chubb. I mean, he's a he's just. I mean, like he's not finesse. But I mean, like him and Ayuk are like average in my opinion. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Like, and then you have then you have Harry Potter at quarterback. You got Peter Pan at quarterback <laughs> over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's I'm not saying it's like a it's a finesse offense. I just feel like it's average i just feel when people talk about the physicality of the niners i feel like they're talking about Greenlaw, warner bosa like the fact that there's going to be 11 dudes jumping on you pause at the end of a play sorry i think if i had to pick the more physical side of the ball i would agree i would go with the defense yeah. like bosa warner yeah. fonga yeah. it's insane but it's the insane. 49ers offense i think is it's not soft up. i didn't mean to call it soft i take i didn't mean to take say it like that i just said my point is that people say, you know, say what you want about Kyle Shanahan. His teams play super hard for him. Like, yeah, his defenses always do. And they had particular type of coordinators the last four, five, six, seven years who were like not as big on calling a ton of plays and being like the guy who, you know, wins the chess match. But like, let's just do what we do and play with a ton of effort and great talent. And that's and like you had D'Amico and and Robert on the field, pumping them up full of energy. Like that's what they were doing. Wilkes is not that guy. He's in the booth. He's calling hell. Plays blitzing. He's stunting. He's trying to outthink the other guy. And this is a whole different thing. And I wonder if like they're gonna lose a little bit of what made them them. That's all I'm trying to say. Because to me, it was the defense's intensity. Wasn't trying to take a shot at the offense. I know it turned into that, probably because it's Twitter. And people, if you if you try to make a point about X, everyone wants to talk about Y. My bad for not choosing my for not choosing my words better. But what I'm trying to say is I'm a little concerned about the defense's intent intensity without D'Amico. I think out. that's fair. It's fair to yeah. question. Like when I found out Wilkes was going to be in the booth, I was like, oh man. Like, but that's know. him. 
Like he right. could be on the sideline and I don't think he'd be the guy like, ah! you know, like he's, you know, he's this guy, which is cool. But you have that guy at offensive coordinator too. I thought like Kyle and Sala were a nice yin and yang. Kyle and D'Amico were a nice yin and yang. And, and Wilkes is very much like Kyle. It's going to be interesting. They still have Kyle would be in the booth if he could be. If he could be in the booth, he'd be in the booth. He was in the booth in Atlanta. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. They do have Chris Kacarek, who's still a psycho. So, you know, Helps. they have that presence there. Um, yep. I didn't love Wilkes being up in the booth, just but but like you said, I'm kind of used to Sala yeah. and D'Amico on the sideline. Yeah. I do agree that the defense, the thing with the defense that's different from the offense is they, they were consistent. They always came out, yes. fired up right away, right from jump. They always yeah. brought it. They did that's set the signature. Tone. That's their signature. Not like we do a million blitzes or we're so exotic. Like, no, we're not. Like, we're just really talented and we play really freaking hard. Like, okay, that works. That plays. And that's your, that, that's the whole team's identity. The offense can, can be that, but the offense is very exotic, right? I mean, there's a million motions. Like they're trying to trick you a lot on offense and then they punch you in the mouth too, for sure. But the defense isn't trying to trick you. <laughs> no. Yeah, they clearly nah, have. They're not disguising coverages. It's like, man, we're better than you. We're better than you. We're going to hit you hard. I wonder if they still are. And I do think that that's part of the reason the Niners have won so many games recently is because they did have a, a good mix of trick you, you know, defeat you mentally and punish you physically. And yep. most of that punishment did come from the defense. But I do think that the offense, when it wants to be, can be a physically punishing offense. We saw that in the it NFC can be. game against Green it Bay. Absolutely can, it absolutely can be. I mean, you got Jordan Mason, too, who's like a freaking hammer. Uh, you got a, a fullback in the league, use check. I didn't give him credit. Um, it's just with that offensive line. I feel like a real physical offense, like the Harbaugh years, has a freaking dominating offensive line. Like, Philly has a, a, a physical offense. Like, they have Jalen Hurts and the best offensive line in the NFC. Like, they'll, they, will, they will just run you over. The Niners are a little bit different, although they do have guys like Debo who will make you look stupid in the open field. Hurts you. Debo will run you over. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Jawan Jennings. <laughs> Brocked a poor defensive yeah. back for Denver at the goal line. I think on that play, Brock didn't realize that Jennings was just going to be able to run through that guy. So as soon as he saw Jennings make contact, he was like, all right, I'm running. And then lo and behold, Juwan just continues to stand up and was open for a pass. I asked Juwan uh, the other day, I was like, man, you know, like the defense, your defense is really like proud of, you know, being violent and setting the tone against you guys and often like, do you take pride in sort of giving it back to the defense? Cause he does. And he's like, man, all I know is I'm 210 pounds and there ain't that many 210 pound cornerbacks. And I have fun out there. I was like, that was a baller ass answer, man. I love that answer. All I know is I'm 210 and they're not I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like that. That was I funny as hell. Like I, yeah, I, I like, like that, man. I don't think he's yeah. long for this team, especially if Ronnie Bell keeps playing the way he's been playing. True. But, yeah. By the way, speaking of physical guys, Ronnie Bell is physical. Did you see that stiff arm he threw on Saturday? That was fantastic. Yeah, I like Ronnie Bell a lot. Someone's mad that I called uh, Brock Purdy Harry Potter. Man, Harry Potter is like the number one wizard in all of wizardry. <laughs> I call right. him the great. He's the goat. He's the Joe Montana of wizards, man. How could you not like that? Apparently, Justin Cole says, Cowherd didn't want to mention you by name, but said some quirky reporter thinks Kyle is trying to sabotage Trey. You're, have you ever been called quirky? I'll take it, man. That, I'll take it. I'll take quirky. I like quirky. Was a, that was a bold Quirky's take cool. by you. Hey, man. Maybe I'm wrong, but 
I didn't like it. I feel like Kyle, what he does for for Brock is he challenges Brock in practices. And then in the preseason, he's like trying to prove like, yeah, I made the right call starting this guy. Let me play to all of his strengths and give him a bunch of wide open passes. For Trey, I feel like he gives him all this tough love in, in, in the games. Like, all right, man, let's work, let's let's see what you got. It just feels like that to, to him. And to me, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was wild that he started, he, he led the first game with nine, nine throws and eight throws and nine uh, plays. I was like, wow. Wow. I was, I was surprised by that, but I also was what like, is that? he does need the reps though. Sure. Sure. Hey, maybe hey, that's, that's a good interpretation too. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Darnold needs reps. He's new in the offense. And when he was in the field, he was like handing off and handing off and handing off. It was like, okay. Can you do that for Trey too? Because it made Donald look good. You know, it makes Brock look good. If you're worried about the handoff and all of a sudden he gets to roll to the left and he's wide open, like that throw he hit to Debo for like 20 yards, like barely went past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the, I, that's why I didn't get what I've said. And people have a problem with this, by the way, Kevin says, why does Grant have to act so obnoxious? Why do you have to act so obnoxious? Grant? Sorry, some people like it. What I have said about Brock's performance was the Niners did exactly what they should have done with him. They got yeah. him in, they gave him some easy plays, and they got him the yeah. hell out. That's perfect. But yeah. acting like we, oh, Brock Purdy's back and everything's good. I mean, he threw a screen pass to Debo. He threw a pass to Debo on the left at, in the flat. He had the one really nice throw to Juwan Jennings, which was great. But I mean, and he had a slant to Ayuk where the corner was 15 yards off of him. Like it was perfect. It was just, it was Kyle saying, and that's why, like, if Kyle can do that for Brock, man, can't you do that for all your quarter? That's all I'm asking. Don't tell me that's the, all you could call for Trey. Like in the first game, the first ones were like under center, three step drops, like with John Feliciano at center, who's never been, who hasn't played center at all. And it's and like clearly getting the ball out late and like him and Trey are getting away from the line late while the guards are already in his face. It's like, Man, can you just, you never call plays like this, man. If he's under center, it's going to be a handoff or a boot. If it's a drop back, it's from the gun. What do you do? He had he had Trey do a seven-step drop back from under center against the Broncos, and he got crushed on it by two different dudes What? He, why he made the throw. That's exactly how Josh Johnson got hurt in the NFC Championship game. It's like, come on, Kyle, man. You protect, well, you did protect Brock really well until, until that play. That was a seven-step drop, too. Well, that's the other he thing is, yeah. that people God, like aggressive. People are mad at me when I say that about Brock. Like if he does that in a regular season and it's working great, I'm all for it. But I'm still not going to sit there and say Brock Purdy did a ton. Like we can look at what the throws are. That throw to Latu that you talked about where Trey got hit, that was a great throw. And Latu should have yeah. caught it. He said he should have caught it. That was a fan. He got smacked when he got, yeah. I mean, he couldn't step into it. He got hit. He didn't flinch. He got it 25 yards down the field. That was a harder throw than anything Brock did. And that's like, I'm not trying to disparage Brock. I'm just comparing the two throws and let's, let's just be objective about things. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you could say that Brock is much better on the easy stuff than Trey. You could say that Trey is much better on the hard stuff than Brock. Maybe neither one is going to be a great quarterback, but they're both 23. They're both 23. And we really can't accurately project their futures based on what they've done so far that's what i think is interesting about this and a lot of people feel like trey is either awful and brock's like gonna be the franchise quarterback like yo we'll see you know we don't have that much evidence all we know is that brock is leading now can we frankenstein the quarterbacks together please like give me brock's elusiveness give me his accuracy on the shorter throws give me trey's arm strength and arm talent give me trey's ability to get away from uh uh trey's size 
some of the pat yeah well the size too i thought trey did a better job of escaping pressure by the way some people think he can never escape pressure yeah i think that he can chris is back he says i need to go listen to lombardi to boost me occasionally pretty sure he thinks we're going undefeated well look if you want somebody to just lie to you then go ahead i think this is joking the other thing I liked about Trey, not to go too deep into the, the positives, is when he got on fire against the Broncos, I believe he in the fourth quarter, he completed passes to five different receivers. So it seems like when he gets in a rhythm, um, he's not he's really he's not just like, okay, where's George Kittle? Okay, where's Brandon Ayuk? He actually spreads the ball around and is like a quarterback. When people said, I don't know, I if I were another team and I was watching this, I'd just be like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm not saying a damn thing. But as soon as this kid is ready, I'm making an offer. I still think teams messed up this offseason during the draft, not getting Trey Lance when his uh, value was down. Like teams were draft Will Levis in the second round. Like, dude, no, you could get a top three pick who's 23 years old and been totally mismanaged right now for like pennies on the dollar, and everyone whiffed because they think. Kyle Shanahan is always right. Like, okay, you're bad. Well, you're bad. He runs the Titans now. Ran Carthon. Right. And he's still you're bad. So you messed up. That's yeah, kind Will of Levis and his freaking lifetime supply of mayonnaise. Dude, that is so nasty. Gross. Like, wh- I'm writing Who him is- off because of that. That's that's nasty, dude. <laughs> it is. He's nasty. way too into this mayonnaise thing. I don't consider him a, a serious quarterback. What are you doing? Your second, your second round pick. What? And you have like this endorsement. It's and it's corny. Oh, I don't get it. Gross. It's corny oh, and gross. I have mayonnaise. How much mayonnaise do you need? Just go buy a bottle and you're good for like six months. Like, what are we talking about here? Official BNA music says Moody kicking PATs is Darnold finding his second read. Moody's gonna be fine, damn it. He's gonna be fine. Are you worried? I'm still thinking about Levis. Uh I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. Moody's going to be fine. I don't know that. I'm not saying he's going to be a disaster, but I'm really intrigued. I have no idea what's, what he's going to be. What's interesting about him, in practice, he's automatic, and he can make stuff from 60-plus yards out. But, like, I bet a lot of kickers could be somewhat automatic in practice and can't. Like, I've seen it with uh, I've seen it with basketball players like Dwight Howard back in the day. You'd see him in practice. He would nail free throws over and over and over again. You're like, how come you can't hit one in a game then? It's like, well, people are watching you in a game and you're nervous. I mean, you are. So Moody, he wasn't, it was cool in college, but now he's on the 49ers who are Super Bowl ready and they can't play Trey Lance because they're so ready. And now you're replacing Robbie Gold, who's a maybe a Hall of Famer, like, like the, 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 the seventh most accurate kicker of all time, like very successful. Yes, Never very missed successful. a kick in the playoffs. Go get him, buddy. And he's like, this is my impression of Jake Moody. Just like the most wide-eyed guy. Like, uh, okay, let's, I don't know. We're being told that he's not that, but we'll find out. Uh, Chris Tallarico says, Brock starts fast because he plays ball control game. Kyle doesn't test the defense with him. Purdy only went over 250 twice and had 100 with a receiver three different times. Need more out of a quarterback and an offensive coordinator to win a Super Bowl. Brock did not throw for a ton of yards last year. He didn't. Now, I, th- I still think the 49ers are a run-first team, so I think that was part of it. But it doesn't matter how many yards he throws for if they go down the field, which they went down the field. And what Brock was able to do, I think, better than any 49ers quarterback was cash in when they got towards the end zone. 
whether it was finding Kittle, scrambling, whatever it was. That's really what they need out of him. They need to get sevens instead of threes at the end of these drives because Kyle has shown he can get down the field with any quarterback. It's what do they do once they get to the red zone that's the difference. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. I feel like Lance could be effective in the red zone, too, if he was ever not injured because like just the way uh, the Eagles use Jalen Hurts, like yes. he's not throwing a bunch of touchdown passes, but he runs for a lot and he gets those quarterback sneaks. You're starting to see um, Trey Lance run those quarterback draws. They're not calling quarterback power and, and zone reads as much anymore. It's like draws and when you least expect it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's going to be something you see if Trey Lance ever plays. He had a couple nice runs that were called back due to uh, yeah. holding penalties, and it, they were nice. And he didn't take hits either. He was able to get out of bounds. It was it was effective. Yeah. Uh, Timothy says, "Is the media microscope starting to point at Kyle?" I know you're pointing the microscope. Slowly, at Kyle. Nick, Nick Wright. Nick Wright's starting to do it. I mean, slowly. I think people are starting to realize, like, it's highly, highly uh, strange what's going on with the Niners' quarterback situation. And as long as Brock Purdy keeps tearing it up, he'll probably avoid criticism but as, as soon as brock purdy comes back to earth people are gonna say like wait a second hey god forbid trey lance goes somewhere else and has success then kyle would be in a very tough spot which i think is a big reason why trey's gonna be on this team for a long time khalil kemp i know we all love robert sala and D'Amico ryan's now but i'm old enough to remember when the faithful wanted sala fired in 2018 we we do tend to be a little rough on the defensive coordinators like especially with uh D'Amico was like the first drive, the team would score, and then we'd be like, what the hell, D'Amico Ryan? And then they wouldn't true. score the rest of the game. Correct. And it's like, what are we doing here? To be fair, like by 2019, they had an all-star team on defense. They had Nick Bosa, Fred Warren. They had a really good team. And so there's some high standards now on defense. And it's really hard to have a defense this good for this long. That that is not normal in the history of the NFL. You go and look, look at all the money they've poured into it. Like the expectation oh. is that you're going to be top five. I mean, you can't be spending all that money on three D linemen plus two linebackers plus a corner and tell me like, oh well, they'll be top half of the league. You know, some regression is expected. No, no, the hell it isn't. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. When you keep investing what they've invested, there shouldn't be. You a just drop. added Hargrave. No, no, no. Be better this year. Chris Tallarico is back. It's hilariously ironic that the organization has infinite patience and will wait half the season for Shanahan, but can't wait a quarter and a half for Trey to warm up. Oh, I wanted to make this point. So what's interesting about Trey, <clears throat> if he hadn't broke his ankle in that fifth quarter, would we even know who Brock Purdy is? No. Like, it's not like Trey got benched. He broke his ankle in the fifth quarter of the season. The first four quarters were in a torrential downpour. If he hadn't broken his ankle, would he have... He's a slow starter. 
Would he have actually improved? Would he have been winning games? Would we even know who Brock Purdy is? Something no. to think about. We wouldn't know who Brock Purdy is if Trey didn't get hurt and Jimmy. That's the only reason right. we know. That's like right. people not grasp it. And when they tell me to have faith in Kyle Shanahan, it's like we wouldn't. He, he got Brock Purdy through sheer luck. Sheer luck that they he was there when everybody else passed on him. And sheer luck that he even got to play in the game. So, I mean, if Trey had stayed healthy, given what we've seen about him, odds are he would have put up good numbers just like Jimmy and Brock, and that wouldn't necessarily mean he's a good quarterback. But that's what quarterbacks do on this team with these players. They put up good numbers, and they usually win because the team is that good. They lost to Chicago in week one, yeah, but it wasn't all Trey's fault. The defense didn't play well either, and it was raining. They were going to beat Seattle. They were moving the ball really well with Trey Lance on the field. They were moving the ball at will with Trey Lance on. They were going to win that game. They were going to I mean, like, they probably win with Sam freaking Darnold, man. Well, let's not get crazy, but I will point out <laughs> that we've had 143 total yards in two Lance drives against the Seahawks. So, again, let's remember. Like it was going that direction. It doesn't mean he's a great quarterback, but the Niners can win with a lot of quarterbacks. Right. They proved that I, with Brock. I'm sorry. They proved that with Brock. That's the whole uh, Brock experiment. Yes. Let's take the last pick in the draft. <laughs> Sorry. Michael McCann says, if Trey and Sam are close, why isn't Trey getting more reps? He's the guy they got for two years. Sam has gone after this year and is paid on incentives. I agree with that completely. Like, if you play Sam Darnold and he's good, okay, then you don't have a cheap quarterback anymore, right? Because you got to pay Sam Darnold in free agency. The whole thing is weird. And we got to get to this too. Kyle Shanahan saying, we're going to rotate our backup quarterbacks week to week. I've never heard of that before in my life. How did nobody... Say I called it. What? What are, you're you're doing? What? Like, how does that make any sense? Because it, it it's what he's he's trying to be fair. They have the same agent. I bet they talk this through. Like, it's going to be embarrassing for whichever quarterback is inactive that week, right? Who's the designated inactive quarterback? Who could be the emergency guy? So they're both going to have to split that embarrassment. I bet. I bet you one guy gets it nine times. One one guy gets it eight times. And I feel like what Kyle can say is like, well. You know, I wanted to get a certain look in the scout team this week. So we're facing Kenny Pickett. I feel like Darnold gives us a better look. Or we're facing Lamar Jackson. I feel like Lance gives us a better look. Like, they're going to do stuff like that. But I feel like it'll probably even out, which is stupid. Pick a quarterback. Why is Darnold here? Darnold was here as a hedge in case Brock Purdy isn't healthy and Trey Lance doesn't improve. Brock's healthy. Lance improved. Darnold doesn't need to freaking be here. He doesn't need to be here. Or keep him as the third string quarterback. He's not good. What is going on? I don't get it. Kyle loves him though. For what he's the only person in the freaking world who loves him. Why? Did you notice this too? So Kyle loved him coming out of the draft, right? And that's that's why he's on the team. And you know how we can tell because they got Anthony Miller this week, right? And Kyle said, "Yeah, I didn't even go to the workout for Anthony Miller. I never even watched it, but I liked him coming out of the draft." And they supposedly Mm -hmm. he had the best workout according to people that were there. If he likes you at any point and you're available and they need somebody, he'll pick you up. It doesn't matter what you've actually done on the field. And nobody, by the way, is saying. Anthony Miller, look out, Anthony Miller. He's never been in this system, in this offense with these people around him. He's going to be a stud, yet we're doing that with Sam Darnold. Right, and what's crazy is like Kyle liked Trey coming out too, right? But then he fell out of love, it seems like. Why? Because he didn't have instant success in Kyle Shanahan's system. Is that what it was? You didn't have instant success in Kyle Shanahan's system? Okay, Darnold will now, right? I don't think so. Mario Gonzalez. Grant, what's the status on Bosa, bro? When are we paying this man? What the hell is taking so long with Nick Bosa? 
I think he wants to be paid more than Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald had like 95 million in total guarantees. <laughs> These are the Yorks. They've never given out money like that. So maybe they're not, maybe, I don't know, but this is going to be groundbreaking for the 49ers. And maybe Bosa is willing to sit out a few weeks until he gets exactly what he wants, because that's what Chris Jones is willing to do with the chiefs. That's he he said he's willing to sit out until week eight. Yep. The other part of this is not only what Don, what uh, Donald got, but also what Chris Jones is going to get. And maybe Bosa doesn't want to sign until Jones signs because whatever Jones gets, Bosa is going to want more than that. So it's, it's Correct. not, not going to end anytime Correct. soon. Yeah. From and, Bosa's perspective, like you really want Chris Jones to sign first. The yep. question is how many games are you willing to miss? Um, I don't think Bosa cares. Yep. I think that's the thing. I don't think it's not he doesn't care, but I think he knows I'm worth what I'm worth and I'm going to use all the tools at my disposal to get it. Yeah. And if the Niners try to make me look like I'm greedy or like I'm not a team player, I can laugh in their face because the other 31 teams would love to have me play for them. And the Niners know are smart enough to know that they should have, you know, me on their team as opposed to not on their team. So they'll work it out. Right. I still think it'll be okay. Face me. Here's how you know it's bad. When we hear the 49ers offered Nick Bosa a contract with this much guaranteed and this much average per year, and Bosa didn't take it, that's when you know things are starting to get bad. We haven't reached that point no. yet. No but one's leaked anything. Happens, yeah. No one's leaked anything, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Chris Waddell says, you did the best content creators bracket this offseason. Yeah, we did. The 49ers Media Madness bracket. You guys should do another one, but for who fans think should start, my, go my vote goes to Lance. I mean, I think we... We know who people would pick, I think. Yeah, I don't think you need to do like a, you could just do a poll. Right. I could do that. I'll do, right. I'll do that. To, should we put Brandon Allen in the poll? In the poll? Should he be in there? I'll do it. Yeah, right. I'll do it on Twitter. Yeah, we should totally put him. I'll uh, do it Ray on Twitter. Rogers, and then we, yeah. I want to see Lance with the starters. Grant is now ignoring me because he's doing the poll. That's fine. I'm used to my co-hosts ignoring me. It's not. No, the... I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm here. Who should be the 49ers starting quarterback? Brock, the real deal oh, purdy i saw your show with your dad the other day i saw about five minutes of it and he was mad at you because you weren't looking at him when he was talking and i got great enjoyment. i know i i got in trouble in that show <laughs> i had to go on timeout afterward julian says defense really suspect this year let's see if the real deal can lead some possible comebacks opposed to playing off big leads lance showed some of it i mean lance's window is so small but that's a question with brock again we don't know he held up in that raiders game right that was a, a nice little test for him last year to go back and forth in a shootout but he never really got down by a ton because this niners team was really good and they never got down by a ton but that is one thing we don't know about him it's true Julian also says True. thoughts on Kyle Shanahan explanation of his real deal term. So lame. He tried so to put lame. He tried to walk it back. Like, oh man, that just that just means he's a he's a player. He just means he's a starter. Like, no, no. I don't buy Kyle's continued explanation of well, I just don't have a great vocabulary. It's like that's not an excuse anymore, dude. You dude. you haven't figured out that what you say matters. You're like, fix it. Take a second before you answer. How about that? And also, it's like when he said. Brock's the real deal. To me, that signaled like, finally, after seven years, you backed a quarterback. You said, this is my guy. And then he's like, no, 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 I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Like, no, you did. You did. You, you literally did. And you can't undo that. Brock is your guy. And if Brock doesn't work out, you can't pivot and be like, actually, I like Sam Darnold better. No, you freaking can't. Because Brock's the real deal, not Sam.
not Trey. I do want to say, I want to give the Niners credit because I think they have actually handled Brock Purdy correctly, right? They have expressed yeah. faith in him right away, even though he's 23. They came up with a rehab program that has worked so far by all indications, right? And they've had problems with that area. They've treated him right this preseason, get him in, make him look good, get him out, all that stuff. Everything I've wanted to see the 49ers do with a young quarterback that they believe in, they have done with Brock Purdy, which is good. It's the other stuff that I disagree with, but I want to give them credit for that because I've killed them with what they've done with Trey. And maybe they learned. I don't know. Maybe they learned. They seem like a team that definitely learns from their mistakes at quarterback. They don't keep making the same mistake. You know what I mean? <laughs> They don't do that. They're not no. constantly overreacting over, you know, seven games, six games, five. They don't do that. Now they're no. patient. Oh, I already showed that one. I apologize. Got it. Uh, Timothy Glanders. If Trey's offering a second contract, if he's offered a second contract, will he sign? I would say no at this point. Un unless so. they got rid of all the other quarterbacks, then maybe. But if I were, if I had to put money on that, I would say no, he wouldn't sign. I wouldn't be shocked if he had requested a trade at some point. Although, again, hold on. Wait, there's a, a lot could change. Wait a second. He's only had two years. He's got another two years on this team on, under his contract. Like, so he could be the third string quarterback week one. He could be the starting quarterback week 13. We saw that last year. He or could be the three. savior. He could be the freaking savior this season. So this is going to, there's a whole lot more twists and turns ahead of us. Wait. That's fair. And God knows yeah. what this team changes quick. Julian said, oh, we already did that one too. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get all these in here. Shreddy Murphy. Brock QB3 in Trey's offense, Trey QB3 in Brock's offense. It does seem to be two different offenses sometimes when Trey's in there as opposed to some of the other guys. Yeah, Trey's the one guy who's not allowed to boot out of the pocket. Like, man, and that's the other thing about the Raider games. Like, dude, you he got sacked three times. Don't you care? You wouldn't let that happen to little Brock because he's the real deal. But Trey is like, hey, man, sink or swim, buddy. It's the preseason. Like, all right, dude, damn, that's, that's harsh. Maybe it's what he needs. I don't know. You're, you're the coach, but damn, he just got sacked again. Kyle, you don't care. Like <laughs> what about those boots where you, you get him out of the pocket? Like you do for the other quarter. That works. Robert Lucarelli says Cowturt's saying Darnold has been the best quarterback in practice. Well, he just admitted he didn't watch Trey in the games. So you think he's watching practice? Like, come on. And brother Bob, what's up, brother Bob? Love you stats and Iggy. Ig, where are you going to be with, when are you going on with PP? Who's PP? Uh, Pops. Oh no, no, no. That's Purdy's pimp. That's uh, he calls Larry Kruger Purdy's pimp. Oh. So that's we went on Sunday. So probably something like that. Saturday, Sunday. We'll see. Day after the game. Great. Great. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. So that's the situation right now with the 49ers. I know people say you talk about the quarterbacks too much. You talk about the backup quarterback too much. Why are you talking about the backup quarterback? First of all, we're talking about the backup quarterback because he's played every year since 2014 except one. So it does matter who the backup quarterback is because that guy gets in there. And second of all, nobody cares about D winners and Jalen Graham. Yeah. I know you say you do, but there's like six of you. And look, Grant, you see the numbers. I see the numbers. JT O'Sullivan just talked about it when he did his Trey Lance video. Like you talk about Trey Lance. That's what people care about. Let me, let me ask you this. If you were like uh, just some NFL content creator with the, with the YouTube channel and you were thinking, who could I make a video about today that would give me the most views? Mm -hmm. Isn't the answer Trey Lance? Like, who's more interesting than Trey Lance in the entire league? He's the number one topic if you think, like, in a lot of ways, because he's such a mystery. 
It's so unusual. A quarterback who is not just the third pick in the draft, but a th- first round pick three years in a row, totally cast aside because of no clear reason <laughs> for a quarterback. It is like what? And a lot of people think it makes total sense. A lot of people think it doesn't make any sense. It's like the most interesting thing ever. And the Niners, I don't know, they do they profit off of it? It seems like they kind of do. Like they get more interest in their team because of their backup quarterback, even though he doesn't play. I don't know. It's interesting. They're certainly more bothered by it. For sure. Or not bothered like, by aren't, it. Aren't people buying tickets to these preseason games essentially to see him play? Like he got like a standing ovation when he came in the game. I think they're essentially like selling tickets and interest in this team through him. That's weird. It, the ovation was awesome. I noticed cool. it watching the game. I was like, they're, this is nuts. Like they're going nuts. crazy. And I thought Jason Aponte and Steph Sanchez made a good point earlier on Tuesday, which is basically like Twitter is not representative of the fan base as a whole. There might be a lot of people on Twitter that are critical of Trey that say he's a boss that don't support him. Like, just listen to the fans in that game when he got in there. It was a freaking standing, rousing ovation for him. Yeah. Yeah. And look what, how his teammates responded when he threw a touchdown pass. Yep. No, they're really excited for Cam Latu. It was actually about Cam. <laughs> their, that pass their that teammate of years. Jack just didn't get their uh, juices flowing. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Which, what do you think? Shout out okay, so so we all think it's weird that the, that Kyle Shanahan has this Sam Darnold fixation. What do you think the players think of that? I don't think. I don't. mean, doesn't that start to make you wonder, like, question your confidence in the coach? Like, you're on defense, you're seeing Darnold every day, and you're like, man, this is the same Darnold I've always seen. Like, what is Kyle talking about? What is he talking about? Someone told me that before they played the Jets in 2020, like, the whole team meeting that Wednesday was just, Sam Darnold is great. Sam Darnold's great. We got to be careful. And everyone on defense was like, we're going to kick his ass. And then they kicked his ass. Like, I don't understand what Kyle is. I don't get it. Because he at one time, he felt this way about Trey, too, right? Like, you never traded three first-round picks for Sam Darnold. So what is this? Remember, there was that report that they offered a first-round pick. They almost traded one. They almost traded one. You never traded three. What are you doing? Yeah, man, Robert Sala was on your staff. He went to the Jets and was like, get him out of here, dude. And you think Robert's wrong? I don't get it. Robert's game plan against him. He knows. Uh, Justin Lomper says, the amount of screen passes in preseason shows how little confidence Kyle has in his own line to block. How's he supposed to slow down the pass rush? Screens. Everybody uses screens. Brock can protect himself. Quarterbacks have to protect themselves. Sorry. That's the way it goes. Brock did protect himself. That's the way love goes. In the oh, Niners' God. offense, have we reached good. the team portion of the program? Yes, absolutely. Janet I think Jackson. We've gone on too far. Uh, Chris My says, "Number say one, I look like Janet Jackson, NFL, but not in the Janet organization." What no, he is the number one topic in the organization, man. Why do every Why does every 49ers content creator have a strong opinion about Trey Lance? Because he's the number one topic. You could You could make less money and talk about Brock Purdy, or you could make more money and say something about Trey Lance. It's up to you. What do you want to do? <laughs> look let's be honest you know the backup quarterback is playing holy lord chris Damn waddell on. dropping Damn in on. making it rain here on the show wow. stats only thing i'll I push just back have to on. make it clap that is wild chris thank you very much uh stats thank only you, thing chris. i'll push back on you is for a while now you've yelled to the treetops they never give lance a chance he was given the job last year. It's not their fault he got hurt, no matter what Grant thinks. 
then the Purdy thing took off, puts them in a weird spot. I don't think it does, Chris. I really don't think it does. Because if you believe in a guy as much as the 49ers, again, the 49ers continue to say that they do. Why wouldn't, first of all, why wouldn't he be the starter? But second of all, why is he in a competition for backup quarterback? Even if you want to say Brock blew the doors off of people, there's just no explanation in the universe why he should be in any competition for the backup quarterback, particularly in a competition with a guy who has stunk everywhere. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And let's also say, let's say the, the, the situation is reversed. Let's say Brock Purdy breaks his leg in the second game of the season and Trey Lance plays well the rest of the year, leads him to the NFC Championship game and loses. Does Brock get his job back because he was injured? Did he, or, or, or did the Niners go with the high? Or the, did Trey did, put him in a, in a weird spot, as you put it? Like, h- how come Trey loses his job to injury, but Brock can't because Brock won seven games? Like, I don't know. This could this could change. All I'm saying is Brock's the guy now. I get it. I get it. But his arm is different. His passing chart is defined. He's throwing a bunch of picks for a lot of reasons. If this carries over and his magic runs out and he starts losing, the spot isn't so weird anymore. And Trey gets another chance, or Sam Darnold does. We'll see what happens. Chris, thank you for two hundred dollars. I have a feeling you meant to give just twenty, but you gave two hundred instead. I'm not giving it back. Thank you. <laughs> You're not. If he was like, oh shoot, you know, I put the decimal. Do I messed spot. up? Sorry. No, I think he meant it. Chris, you're, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. And we're that not rooting is... against Brock, but I think it's fair to wonder. It's fair right. to wonder where this is going with Brock. What's I picture? will say this. I at least, I disagreed, and I've made no secret of this. I wish that Trey was still the starter, but I at least understand the 49ers' rationale for saying, Brock, we think Brock was really good. He's the starting quarterback. I understand what they're thinking. I don't understand why there's any question as to who, who the backup quarterback is. On top of the fact and there's that no explanation I, on that. There's really been no explanation. It's just because Sam is that. That's what they're trying to say, too. Like, you have people around the organization, but, well, I mean, he's just, he's just good. Like, I mean, look, his arm talent. Say what you want. Like, no, 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 no. What? Two what other are you talking weird, about? Two other weird things have popped up. And again, thank you very much, Chris. That's incredibly generous. With Sam Darnold. Number one is... Well, what would Trey Lance have done with those Jets and Panthers team? Who cares? Who cares? Like, that is not how this works, by the way. That's just, it's all speculative, and it doesn't matter. Like, we're trying to let Sam Darnold off the hook for what he's done, and it it blows my mind. And then people, and I saw Akash make this argument, and others, not just Akash, but he's the first one I saw, say, well, Alex Smith, look at Alex Smith. Jim Harbaugh made him so much better. And it's like, yeah, he made him better. But guess what? He didn't make him that good. Alex Smith was not that good with the 49ers. He wasn't. Awesome person, tough as nails, not really that great of a quarterback. And this, you know how we know? Because when he was playing the best ball of his career, Jim Harbaugh yanked him out of there as soon as he could for Colin Kaepernick, a kid from Nevada who had never played before. And 10 starts later, they were in the Super Bowl. Why is, why is Sam Darnold getting the Alex Smith comparison instead of Trey Lance? Because, I mean, I liked Alex Smith. I feel like Alex Smith actually ended up being a good quarterback that won most of his games. Like, Darnold's never going to be that. I'm sorry. I'm out on Sam. It's not going to happen for Sam. He is not. Like, like Alex Smith was like Trey. He was really smart. He worked really hard. He cared way too much. He was conservative on the field. He didn't want to throw the pick. He needed to learn to trust himself and let it rip. That's Trey. Like, Darnold... 
he's not a super smart quarterback. Like he makes some nice throws and he makes some of the the, the worst decisions, dude. He makes boneheaded rookie decisions in the last game. <clears throat> on third and whatever, he he slid like five yards short of the first down marker. It's like, man, what? Five years back, you, uh, Brock wouldn't do that. Trey wouldn't do that. What the hell is that? I'm sorry. Like, Sam is a backup quarterback. <clears throat> He's not going to be Alex Smith. Alex Smith, when he was going through the worst times, and the, the Niners didn't get rid of him. He multiple coaches stuck with him and were like, ah, yeah, he's our he's our best option. Like Darnold's on his third team by twenty six. Get the hell out of here. He's Baker Mayfield. No, no. Baker Mayfield just named the starter in Tampa Bay. Whoa! <laughs> Look out, uh, brother Bob says, let's be a hundred. Kyle doesn't know quarterbacks or what to do with them at this point. I don't know how you can say anything else just by what they have done. I think his attitude is like, look, um, my, my players are good. My scheme is good. You should be good. And if you're not, there's something wrong with you. Like, no, I can't necessarily coach you up, but I did everything else. And I think there are coaches who can do that too. Like Andy Reid, Brian Dayball, whatever's going on in Green Bay. Like there are some quarterback factories and the Niners aren't one of them. Kevin says, Alex began turning it around before Harbaugh. I don't want to relitigate the career of Alex Smith. That was a long time ago. Yeah. The point is, I don't think Sam Darnold is Alex Smith, and I don't want – I don't think he is. Like, that's not the standard. I want want better than freaking Alex Smith. I want good, great quarterbacks on my team. The thing with Lance, like, remember his whole thing? He didn't throw a pick in college. Like, that – that's very Alex Smithy. Like, that's not going to translate to the NFL. That's a guy who probably needs to see it before he throws it. And in the NFL, you got to kind of anticipate throws, and especially in Kyle's offense, right? Throw it on time. So that's something that he probably has to learn. But we see when he gets more than four throws in a day, all of a sudden he is throwing the ball on time and in rhythm. So, like, I don't buy this narrative that he's a bad fit or that he can't do it or that he's a bust. I just think he needs freaking the whole the whole game. God forbid we see him play two games in a freaking row before we run him out of town. What would that look like? First time he did in over 1,300 days was this past week. Chris Waddell yeah. is back. The backup comp thing is dumb as heck. I agree. Heck. And Gannon says, I need to take Chris out to lunch. I would. I Here's the problem. I live in Connecticut. Chris, if you're in Connecticut, I will take you out to lunch. I don't think you are in Connecticut, but if you are, I would. I was Grant, in, uh, I was in Shelter Island a few like a month ago. That's kind of close to Connecticut. Shelter Shelter Island. Do you Grant, know, do you know this, yeah. by the way? I'm going to Cowboys Niners this year. That's cool. Nice. My first Niner game, my first NFL game ever. Nice. I'll, I'll come, I'll come uh, give you a hug and a kiss. Well, I'm, I don't really think you need to do that. Let's, it's okay. Uh, a, hand, a firm handshake or a fist pound will be plenty. I'm European. It's all right. I hit you on We've both never cheeks. been in the same state before. It's all right. That's how I express myself. Okay. Just want to make things really awkward before we ended the show. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Thank you. I'm making a pass at Rob. It's over. Chris Waddell is the backup uh, cop. Sorry. There's a couple more. People are trying to keep the show going. They like us so much. Oh, okay. Let's get them in here. Uh, Chris, I meant the 200. Stats gives me a lot of driving listening to content. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you. That is incredible. Uh, I do appreciate it, and I will be here for you, even if you don't give ridiculously. Oh, yeah, that was for him, not me. What the hell? No, that's good. Appreciate it. Jose? Jose, would Kyle reach for Jonathan Taylor to back up Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> okay. Maybe. I bet he's thought about it. I bet he's thought about it. 
that's the thing. You don't totally know. Remember when they were in on Le'Veon Bell before he went to the Jets? It was like, wait, what are we going in on Le'Veon Bell for? You just spent all this money on all these other running backs. He loves running backs. He loves them. He does. He really does. So keep Christian healthy, baby. Hate to see what happened to Brock without Christian. Oh, wait, I saw it yesterday. <laughs> Please. Wasn't good. Keep Christian McCaffrey healthy. 22. Yikes. People said it was a good day, though, because they put him in the red zone. He hit a couple of red zone shots. Like, nice. But 12-22 ain't cutting it. For the re- That's not the real deal. The real deal. The real deal is the running back, the tight end, the, the wide receiver, the other wide receiver, the left tackle. Those are the real. Do you really put him in the same? Con- Can't get over that. Hilarious. And he tried to walk it back. No. So every player on your team is the real deal. Every starter on your team is the real deal now, essentially, according to Kyle Shanahan. Kevin Dennis you got to go to Philly, San Francisco on December 3rd. You're close. I'm only going to the to that game because I have a wedding in Nevada that weekend, and we're flying out of San Francisco. So my buddy was like, dude, why don't we just go to the game? And then I had a listener donate tickets, which shout out to you, Ben. Appreciate you for that. Uh, that's how this whole thing came about. So it's not like I just chose to fly out to San Francisco to watch, to go to the game. I got to get out of here pretty soon. Khalil Camby says, O'Doyle rules. Sorry. I, I uh, What's his face? Uh, the O-line coach talks in like an hour and a half, and I'm Forster. 45 miles away. Yeah. Okay. Forster. I like Brother him. Bob, wait, super chat money going to stats? Yeah, that's right. Some can go to me. It's allowed. Anyway, I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad you did. To the gold Make standard. Make it rain on stats. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Stats to get strange Coach. for a piece of change. That's what I heard. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good day.